of We're in the middle of a mimer about the spiritual meaning of salt. So now, halfway down the first column of Daf Vav. So now, the Pasuk first says that the mincha offerings, the flower offerings, need to have salt with them. And then it continues that actually all carbonists need to have salt with them. So the flower offering represents Torah because chita, which is wheat, is that has numerical value, the gematria of 22, which is the 22 letters uh, with which Torah is uh, made up and Torah is written. And you need to add salt to that, which is the uh, spiritual side in the Yerushimayim. This is the meaning of the uh, statement of Pirkei Ovis, that you have to eat your bread with salt. Simply it's saying to live that when you, when you want to focus on Torah, don't don't focus on accumulating material wealth. So it says just eat bread with salt and 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 just a plain water and sleep on the ground, etc. Just have uh, nothing. But Alpicha uh, is what it means is that when you that the, the learning of uh, nigla, the revealed parts of Torah, which is compared to bread, it should be with salt. Uh, which is the uh, agada and the psukim, which which give Yerushalayim and the holiness to, to the Torah, and then it continues that you, uh, about drinking uh, water uh, with a, to to measure in a limited way. Now, what's this drinking of water? Because salt causes thirst. Mean what does it mean spiritually that through learning uh, these agada and pnimis Torah and Tanakh, so it 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 gives one a thirst to Hashem. Uh, a with a deeper love and yearning for Hashem, and then the water is what quenches that thirst. Like it says that if someone has a strong rotzer, if someone has a, a passionate desire for Hashem in rotz libcha, then shuv uh, return back lacher either backwards or leechad back to uh, one, back to the one Hashem. In other words, if you have a strong passion to jump out of this world, come back and do what what your job is in this world. Now, that is the uh, that is uh, the salt after the flower offering, which re- represents Torah. Then there's the carbonus. The carbonus are about refining the animal soul, and the uh, an- the uh, uh, animal comes from the the blood within the heart. In other words, animal meaning the animal the animalistic desires. That it's about the blood. Which is the midas, the emotional attributes of the of the animal soul, the Nefesh Bahamis, and we have to transform them. And in order to do that, we need salt. Salt is has a sharp taste, so it comes from, like we said earlier in the Maima, from Gvura within Chachma. And like we said earlier in the Maima, that in Chachma, that's where refinement happens. In other words, when uh, when the emotions, the midas, go crazy. So once we're able to put it in perspective and in, in intellectually, so that is what refines them. And that's why in Amaretz, uh, ignoramus uh, shouldn't eat meat because uh, he he's unable to refine the meat, and therefore he shouldn't eat the meat. It will just add to his animalistic desires. And uh, the the uh, gvura, which we said that salt comes, is, it spiritually represents gvura within chachma. So now that is uh, that gvura, that severity is is like the idea that it says that you should get your yetzer angry at your yetzer hara.
your 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 um positive inclination angry at your uh, negative inclination uh and now in gemara menachas it says in the Passover that you should uh, season it with salt the gemara says that nehu i might have thought that uh, you should um like make fill it with so much salt like the way understanding fills a person so rashi says there maybe i would have thought that you should give it a flavor like understanding which uh, fixes and holds the uh, and uh, um, holds together the person so the idea is that the understanding that uh, fi- that fixes and holds together the person that is the godly soul because bin understanding is made up of two words ben yurke um uh, yurke is the first two letters of uh, hashem's name and ben that we're a, a son we're a child of hashem and therefore i might have thought uh, that uh, that to ha- the only way to uh, bring up a animal sacrifice, animal sacrifice represents the animal soul, and the only way to bring it up as a carbon Hashem is if we're able to transform it with total self-nullification uh, that the Nevshali Kiss has, that the godly soul, all it wants is to be part of Hashem, and that's the only path forward for the animal soul. But this is very difficult because the godly soul is part of Hashem. And therefore, it has this natural self-nullification that it just wants to become one and uh, nullified to Hashem and, uh, and to pour itself out and, and, and go back to its, the, 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 uh, to its uh, fa- father, to Hashem. On the other hand, the animal soul comes from Klippa, comes from, which is where godliness is concealed and therefore doesn't have this natural inclination and this is what it teaches us from the Pasuk with Melech Timlach that, uh, that you, it doesn't have to be full of uh, bitl, but it just has to have at least a bit of salt representing some level of bitl of self-nullification. <laughs> that at, at least bitl yesh, which acknowledges uh, that uh, everything, that Hashem, that uh, what am I? I am Hashem, but not that uh, uh, not the self nullification to the extent that I don't exist. I exist, but I am got really uh, godliness, one with Hashem. And this is the difference between the oneness and the commitment achieved when we say Hashem Echad versus like we explained earlier in the moment that Hashem Echad represent is the oneness of the and commitment of the godly soul, whereas with all our souls, the the uh, commitment of the animal soul. Now the top of uh, the the second column. Now the uh, Ramban explains about uh, on the pasuk about uh, that carbonus all need salt. That uh, salt is a mix of fire and water because salt comes from heating uh, sea water, water, and from that you get sea salt. And uh, so therefore, it has both powers: the power to preserve and the power to destroy. Like we see with uh, Saddam, that when the city of Saddam was destroyed, it says that Gofris for Melech Srefechar, so that the whole uh, Saddam was destroyed with uh, sulfur and salt and nothing could be planted. Now, Rabbeinu Bachia adds on that Pasuk that the conduct of the world is always a mix between Chesed and Gvorak, kindness and uh, severity. And uh, like Zaya says, with the fire that you have, 
that uh, you have uh, that it uh, both uh, lights up and it consumes. And that's like a tzachelis. Uh That tzachelis, which is, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, special uh, blue, uh, that also ha- has both of these elements, that it, uh, it pres- protects as well as um, consumes. And the word tichla uh, is about, uh, about uh, uh, getting rid of and consuming. And... One on one hand, the uh, what the wicked needs to be, and and what conceals godliness needs to be removed. Uh, whereas uh, the what is uh, one with Hashem, you who are one with Hashem, Chaim uh, Kochamiyam, are all uh, alive today. Uh, that that we all we all have in our naturally kiss in our godly soul this uh, commitment and self nullification for Hashem to, to give ourselves up for Hashem, and and therefore that's the positive that needs to be preserved and strengthened. And like it says that the sun can also do both things, that the, the sun on one hand heals the, when there's a very powerful sun, it says when in the future, with Mashiach, Hashem will take out the sun from its sheath and then the sun will be very powerful and the righteous will be healed through it, whereas the wicked will be singed through this, uh, the sun too hot. So this uh, uh, aspect comes from Gevura and, and Gevura Sta'aba, the Gevura of Chachmah, like salt. And therefore, salt has both aspects. On one hand, Torah uh, strengthens. It strengthens the godly soul. On the other hand, it weakens the animal soul. And that is through the element of the refinement that Torah has, that the Chachmah, it says the Chachmah is real, that in Chachmah, that's where refine, refining happens. So refines the animal soul, separating the good from the bad, and, and thus weakening its uh, passion. And now the, the word Shamayim, heavens, is also made up of the two words, Eish and Mayim, fire and water, and and uh, they are uh, the, uh, the water represents the positive side and the preserving, whereas fire represents the getting rid of. And this applies both uh, with uh, that in the in the heavens. There's Hashemayim uh, Kisi. We do on one hand we look at the heavens as Hashem's place and the place of holiness and of Torah. On the other hand, there's uh, the heavens of Klippa. And uh, and that's mentioned in the Teichach on the curses about the, the heaven becoming like uh, like a copper, and that's the heaven that the pasuk talks about It's a smoking, and that has to be destroyed. That's uh, the the clipper which we the salt destroys the um, evil, and. Uh, actually, the word lahakriv to offer to be, become close or to offer a sacrifice is the same letters as laharkiv uh, to rot. So we have both elements: on one hand, coming close; on the other hand, rotting and getting rid of. So uh, salt has both of these uh, qualities, 
and uh, we we see a we see a, a, a similar concept regarding Amalek. It says in the end of Kisaytay about Timchas Zecher Amalek to get rid of the the memory of Amalek mitachas from under the heavens. So this under the heavens represents the lower heavens where there is uh, where we where we are and where there is evil. Whereas Hashem is beyond the heavens. That's the pure pure holy heavens. And uh, so salt, on one hand, it preserves and strengthens, and that's through giving giving a good flavor, and that's what it does for the nephilim, the godly soul. And also it transforms the good within the animal soul so that it's able to also be elevated and become part of holiness. And that's the idea of adding salts to all the animal sacrifices. And we'll we'll explain later that uh, the word uh, melach, the verb melach, besides to salt something, also means to uh, mix or to turn over. And therefore, uh, the idea of um, uh, to be have melach on the sacrifices also means to transform them from anim- animalistic in a negative way to holiness. Okay, Zion. And th- this also explains how. Uh, the spiritual meaning of how Yerich, uh, Elisha uh, uh, cured the uh, poisonous water of Yericho, and it says through that he did this through salt. Salt makes uh, what is bitter into uh, tasty. And uh, this idea of uh, the poisonous water relates to the on the second day of creation where it talks about how Hashem separated between the higher waters and the lower waters and then from the lower waters eventually part of the part of it the the uh, the uh, rubbish within that the within the lower waters became cursed and poisonous waters and the lower waters, Low waters still have a way to be elevated, and and like that's like Rashi says here that they're they're used on the mizbeach, both the salt which comes from the water as well as the water itself, which is used in nisachamayim, the pouring pouring of the water on sukkahs, and that elevates the lower waters to become part of the the fresh, uh, healthy water, and and similarly within our within us that that we all have uh this the aspect of poison and bitter waters uh within us within our animal soul and that is the part of us which is just fixated on uh indulging in physical pleasures and uh, that's the bitter part of us but then through adding salt which is the tara so then we can refine that that even at the lower part of us, which comes from the uh, below the uh, the uh, heavens, which separate between the high waters and the low waters, that too can be refined over the page. That's why salt is called bris elikecha, the covenant of of your God, uh, because it, and it uses specifically the name elikecha, uh, elikim, which is the name of severity and justice, and. You can uh, spell Elikim as five letters, and therefore there's uh, 120 uh, combinations because uh, one letter you have one combination, then two letters you have two combinations, then uh, three letters you have uh, six combinations, one times two times three, 
four letters, you have one times two times three times four um, uh, uh, combinations, 24 combinations. And then with the uh, five letters, you time, uh, one times two times three times four times five, 120 combinations. Uh, and and they're, they're both 120 combinations on the side of holiness. And there's also within Clippers Nogar, within uh, the, uh, where, uh, the, where the physical, physical world, where Hashem's presence is covered, also 120 combinations. Altogether, there's 240 combinations, which is the numerical value of Mar, meaning bitter, or also Amolic is also the numerical value 240. And salt is what sweetens this. Through uh, revealing the holy, holy part, gvura, the holy severity, so and the, the, which uh, cuts off all evil. So then it fixes up the uh, the uh, bitterness of um, uh, the, the the bitterness of of, uh, of clipper. Now the word melach salt is the numerical value of seventy eight, which is three times Hashem's name Yudke Vovke. And therefore, it fixes up Elikim, which is the name related to concealment and severity. Uh, and therefore, it's it says about our own bris uh, melacholam that there's this eternal covenant of the salt that the the uh, Aaron will and his family will be the priests of the Kainim forever, uh, because Kainim are related to this uh, idea of uh, three times Hashem's name Havaya and to salt because the Kainim bless the people with three brachas. Each one says Hashem's name in at once: Yivarechacha, Yoer, and Yisa. And therefore, that's the numerical value of 78, which uh, represents the number 78 represents a godly energy beyond his shalshlus, beyond the chain of worlds. And therefore, it's related to salt, which is about preserving an eternity. And yes, salt has an aspect of Gevura, but these blessings of Birchus Konim also have an aspect of Gevura, uh, like it explains regarding Shishim Gebayim in uh, Medrash Rabbah on Nasi. Now, this covenant of the salt is, is what uh, rectifies and, and elevates Shem Kim to Shem Havaya. Uh, and uh, like, like we see that, the, that the, it's Brisa Lekecha, the, the covenant of Elikim, but it, it, it is the numerical value, Melach Salt is the numerical value of three times Hashem's name, Havaya. Now, the word salt has the same letters as uh, uh, Cholam and, and Mechal. So Cholam is the uh, vowel which has a dot on top of the letter, which represents elevating the letter upward where Malchus is, uh, Malchus is elevating towards the, and beyond the other spheres. And uh, this is also this this is explained further regarding why a uh, the the prayer of a business person has uh, something greater than the prayer of the one who's learning Torah the whole week because since this is since he's involved in the outer worlds this creates a greater thirst and this is like Malchus going up beyond the other spheres and uh, this also relates to Machal which is forgiveness the forgiveness and um, the, which is both on Yom Kippur and also through the Karbonus, which come to atone. Also, this uh, word, 
chalom, ches, lam, and mem means uh, strength, strengthening, as we see in a number of psukim, both in Iyav uh, and Yeshaya, and also even with one of the stones of the chesh and the achlama, that the Rabbeinu Bach explains it that way, that it strengthens, it strengthens the heart. And uh, so this is this this is all uh, related to salt, which is the same letters as as Cheslam uh, and Mem, that also strengthens and and keep and and preserves, and uh, and thereby to that within even within this world where we're only at a state of Yichuda Tata, the lower level of unification where uh where the world is real at most we can say that th- this world is powered by hashem it, it uh, links that with uh law where there is only hashem uh and uh, therefore uh, elevates our physical world as well Ches. now we can go back to explain why matzah uh is eaten at the state of plain without any salt, even though normally we always dip our bread, our challah, our matzah into salt, but not at the seder. So based on what we've explained, we can we can answer this question because matzah uh, by itself, um, yes, it's 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 bland, it's simple. Um, now. That seems it seems seemingly salt adds something because as we've been explaining how salt by itself is no good, but salt with other food it 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 makes it more tasty and spiritually as well it rectifies. So why no salt? So explanation is because the matzah we want to eat at the seder we want it to be simple. It's meant to be lechem only, the bread of poverty, and uh, the mat that broken piece of matzah the seder said specifically on a broken piece a humble piece it doesn't it shouldn't have salt so it says until it's whole and the explanation is the comments uh, like the commentaries on Zaya explain that uh that the matzah as it is at the seder it's like the letter dalit dalit means dalus means uh, poverty uh and uh, and that's uh, the bread of uh, the poor man's bread and then once we add a vav to the dalad, when you add a small vav to a dalad, that's the third leg. And then now, instead of a dalad, you have a hay. And then you can add salt. Let's explain this a little more. The poor man's bread represents the, the uh, uh, simple and the low, the lowest level, being the recipients and being humble and not having anything of one's own. That's like the moon that only receives from the sun; it doesn't have any of it, of its own light. And only through receiving from the sun does the moon leave its state of uh, impoverishedness, and that also gives it uh, um, in. Uh, it's das they before it receives from the sun it's onibadas it's poor in das in its intellectual state as well and then it receives this from the sun the son of hashem the the light of hashem now in uh Zayar and Raimahem that says that Ha'ashir, the rich person, that is the middle pillow. The middle pillar is Das and Tiferes. So that's rich. What is poor? Poor is Malchus. Malchus is just simple faith, which at the Seder, it's the bread of faith as well. 
And we have to start off with faith without embellishments. And uh, like Chabakok said, that the essence of everything that is the one, the one thing which around which the whole Yiddishkeit uh, revolves is with Tzadik Vemunasah the righteous with his faith will live. And uh, like the Pasuk says in Yeshaya, open up for the nation of Shomer Munim, who guard their, their faith. Then afterwards, once we develop our mono, our simple faith, then you can add das, you can add understanding, and especially pnimis atayra, which uh, when we understand pnimis atayra, the inner parts of Torah, that adds to our relationship and excitement uh, to, and, and, and uh, cleaving to Hashem. But you have to start off with simple faith, and that's the meaning of what Chazal say, that whoever fulfills Torah from poverty will end up fulfilling Torah from wealth. Poverty is simple emuna, and then eventually will be with wealth from an understanding and a closeness to Hashem. Uh, like Medrash Shmuel says on Pirkei Ovis, that uh, when it says uh, if you fulfill Torah from poverty, that means intellectual poverty, and then from wealth is intellectual wealth. And over to the fourth column, this is the meaning of what Pirkei says, that that without a reverence of Hashem, there's no wisdom, and without wisdom, there's no reverence. So then where, where do you start? You can't have reverence without wisdom and can't have wisdom without reverence. You can never get anywhere. Explanation is that there's two levels of Yira. There's two levels of reverence. There's the first level of reverence, which comes before Chachma. And then the set, and that's the gateway, the pathway in. Without that, you have nothing. But then through Chachma, through understanding of Hashem, then we can get to the higher level of Yira. Uh, where, where there's, we're not um, impoverished and we're not at risk of, of veering off the path. Um, and this is the meaning of the uh, the uh, statement that Yisrael, that uh, poverty is good for the Jewish people. What does that mean? That uh, when we're we have just simple humility and faith, like uh, only like a uh, someone who's in, uh, intellectually poor, so that's actually good for us. And uh, like it says in Parakut uh, Ches of Tanya. Uh, that we're all false compared to Hashem, and ultimately our relationship with Hashem is beyond understanding. It's just this is who we are, and that's it. And therefore, when there's a test of faith, we'll we'll give up our life for it. And uh, like uh, like the Gemara says in Chulin on the pasuk Adam of Ahema Teshia Havaya, so that there's people that might be very uh, cunning and wise. But then when they make themselves simple like an animal with a broken heart and simple faith, uh, so then Hashem says that um, uh, that, that, that then they, they're special to Hashem. And like it says in Medrash, that, uh, that Hashem says that if they're just um, um, uh, moaning like a, a dove, uh, that means that, that they do whatever I tell them to. They just have this simple obedience, Kabbalah so. So when we start of eating matzah the seder, it has to be with this simple obedience and simple faith, and with this gafia just subduing the bad without understanding. And therefore, we don't add salt. Salt would be adding flavor and understanding and 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 uh, being up to it spiritually. But we have to start off with simple obedience and faith. 
and which is why we count by the moon, which represents being the simple receiver without its own light. But then afterwards, once we develop that faith, now we have to insert das into it, an understanding of Hashem and the closest Hashem. And then the dalad becomes a hey. Okay, next ice, ice test. Pasuk says about Aaron, Bris Melach Elam Hu. It says that it, he has this eternal covenant of salt, and then it says it, the way it's written in the Torah is Hu Hevav Aleph, but the way it's pronounced is He. So, what's the role of Aaron? Aaron is the one, the Unterfira, uh, the the um, the one who bring, takes the uh, bride to the uh, to the wedding. Um, and uh, then Moshe is the one who, so to speak, is taking the groom to the wedding. Hashem is the groom, and the Jewish people are the bride. And Aaron brings us close to Hashem, and he uh, he, he he connects us with Hashem. That's the idea of carbonus, which carbon means to bring close, and kataris means to knot together, tie together. And that's also the meaning of melach. Melach, besides meaning salt, also means to mix together. Uh, as uh, we have in a few in a few sources, we have about the kataris that they're mamulach, that it's all mixed and blended nicely, uh, and so the idea of uh, bris melach is that he that Aaron mixes, he brings together the uh, world together with Hashem, who's unlimited and totally beyond, and. Uh, and that's the idea that the Kayan, when he'd bring the carbon, he would go up the ramp and then go around the corners till he would get to Maravis, the western corner. But Marav also means to mix because he mixes the world and Hashem all together, that there shouldn't be any separation. So the way the Pasuk is written is Bris Melech Elam Hul, says Hul, whereas the way it's pronounced is He, uh, because who represents uh, concealment. It's who is the third person, and it's always used for something which is aloof and removed. But as it uh, as it uh, comes down into the our reality, which is the way the Torah is read, the Cree, uh, so there, there, there's more revelation, and, and then it, therefore, it says he. And... Now with the with Kateras, it says the that it's all mixed together, uh, and like we explained that it that uh, that the Kateras mixed together, Hashem and us that bring us all together as one, and it and uh, related to this, it says Biyom Chasunosi Zematantera. So normally we translate it Biyom Chasunosi, the wedding day is Matantera, but uh, this word Chasunosi can also mean mixing. Like we see in Targum Yonason and Parashas Akev. So, based, uh, based on this, uh, it, it, the Chasanase, uh, which is uh, the giving of the Torah, was also about mixing together um, the world and Hashem. Like the Medrash says, that although the heavens is normally Hashem's and the earth is ours, but when Hashem gave the Torah, he annulled this uh, decree and he said that now the lower ones are able to go up and the higher ones are able to come down. And I will start off by going down into the world and, and descend onto Mount Sinai. 
Arsena. And it and then Moshe is told, go up to Hashem. So Moshe goes up, Hashem goes down. Uh, and so th- this uh, idea of uh, the descent and ascent, Hashem coming down to us and us going up to Hashem, uh, is that uh, normally uh, there's a Soviv and Mamale, Hashem's like beyond worlds and Hashem's like within the worlds. And when when they come together, Hashem's like beyond worlds in the world. So then that is the unification and the mixing together of heaven and earth, which is the idea of Bris Melech, a covenant that mixes us together with Hashem. Now, when do we matzah on, on the first night of Pesach? That's which the first night of Pesach is called Lel Shimurim, the night of, which is uh, uh, guarded. Now, the, this word uh, shamer, shimurim, guarding, is uh, feminine. Zacher, remembering, is masculine, is the active, is the mitzvah say, whereas shamer is the mitzvah say, the negative, um, which is, you know, staying, uh, 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 safeguarding f- from negative and protecting, uh, which, it, uh, which is malchus. And malchus waits, which is also part of shamer, it waits and it hopes for when will it be able to, when will it be given by the mashpia so it's able to receive. And it's it's like the moon or like the, the pauper who's just waiting um, for for a gift from the uh, from the uh, uh, donor or the or from the sun uh, over to the over to the beginning of Zion. Uh, like we explain elsewhere, the difference between Zohar and Shamer. So night is a time of darkness and concealment. And uh, we're hoping, which is Mamale, where there's only a limited godly energy, and we're hoping for the uh, beyond light, the Sovev light. And uh, this is the idea of Shimurim, where we're in plural that the Mashbia and Makabal, the giver and the receiver, the donor and the receiver, connect so mats on this night is with uh, simplicity and with humility, and therefore it's without salt, like the poor, poor man who's uh, hoping to be given a donation. And uh, who, which person represents Malchus? So David Hamelech represents Malchus, and like he would say about himself, I'm a poor and destitute. And... Uh, so this is the uh, um, feminine matzah when uh, she is uh, single and she is uh, alone. And then, uh, so then when it, uh, it elevates and, and it uh, connects to, it finds a partner, the, the feminine and masculine connect. So then uh, we've got the matzah now has a vav. This added vav makes matzah into mitzvah. So this is what uh, this is what Zaya says. <clears throat> and so the matzah that we start off with is uh, is waiting to receive a light from beyond worlds, uh, and therefore we don't add salt because it's just with simple humility. But then once it has salt, that's when it has already received this uh, light from beyond. Uh, and and this is why it says it mentions this covenant of salt, both about uh, Aaron and about David. 
So, and when did he have this salt added? Uh, after he became king, Hashem lifted him and Hashem gave him a light from beyond, a godly light from beyond the world. And that's the idea of Ari Mimcha Lekaya Melech. But David, as he is nat- naturally, the way he starts off, that's Malchus, which as it is below, not like the Chalim where the dot is above the letter, but it starts off below the letters and without salt. And the same thing with uh and that's also why with carbonus it's specifically with salt uh, because we want to bond to Hashem and to receive from Hashem as he is beyond worlds. Final ice, Yud. Now, um, the uh, seafarers are called Malachim. Why is that? Because they use oars to move in, in the water. says who gives a path through the sea so the sea represents Almadiskasia the hidden worlds which are beyond us spiritually and then Hashem gives a path for this for Nishamas for souls to be able to elevate uh, there to to a godly level beyond what uh, we can take within this world. And what helps us get there? This is the boats, which are the garments of Terramitsis that allow us to elevate beyond uh, the worlds of Biyah. Uh, and uh, for the worlds of Briya And like it explains uh, in, uh, in Biyah that there are some Nishamas that are called the, uh, the uh, fish of the sea. And that's like Moshe, who, who it says that Moshe came from beyond the world and he was pulled out of the waters. He's from the sea beyond the dry land. It's normally hidden and beyond us. Whereas the regular souls from the worlds of Biyah, they come from the dry lands and they're not able to elevate naturally into the sea. They're not really from beyond the world, only through mitzvahs. That's the part, that's the way, that's their boats to allow them to elevate beyond the world. Another interpretation of this possible canoes and bayam derech that uh, who gives a path through the sea. Another interpretation is that this is malchus, which gives a path um, that it's able it receives light from the highest spheres. Malchus is the recipient that receives from Yesod, which is the giver, and Yesod gives to it from the highest spheres, uh, including from uh, intellect from Chabad. Which in Chachmah, that's where uh, Chachmah is the what receives from the subconscious that has Hashem's or in so Hashem's unlimited light in it. Uh, now this explains the Medrash. The Medrash says on the pasuk that you should follow after Hashem. How can a person follow after Hashem? Hashem is uh, totally beyond. Um, Hashem, it, it says about Hashem. Uh, by Yom Darkech, his his way uh, his way is in the sea. So how can we follow Hashem? So, that's, so the Medrash says that just as uh, Hashem planted a garden in Eden, so to you plant a garden. So what's the meaning of this Medrash? And how, how can we uh, be like um, Hashem? What are we meant to do? So what the meaning is that Torah is called Eitzachayim, the tree of life, and Torah is called the Gan, the garden, like Gan is the numerical value of 53, and there are 53 parishes in the Torah. And the mitzvahs are the, uh, the trees of the garden and the orchard. And when we do Torah mitzvahs, so then we are following after Hashem. 
and uh, it says about Hashem that is uh, uh, in the sea is His way. So we are also able to go to, in, uh, to this into the sea. In other words, beyond. Now, in order to get through the raging waves of the sea, which represents Gevura, uh, so we need uh, to, we we need to uh, have the sailors that that keep the keep the boat on track. And uh, this is uh, this is hinted in what your it says in your Shalmi that when is the time that we can go in the sea? This is from Shavuos until Sukkot. In other words. Uh, that uh, we, after Sukkot, then it gets towards the, the winter season, etc. Best time in the sea is from Shavuos to Sukkot. <laughs> so what does it mean spiritually? <laughs> Shavuos is the time where the Torah is given. And then we're able to, the Torah being given, so now we're able to elevate into the sea, um, meaning that now we our mitzvahs have, uh, we have a kavana, we have intention, and we understand what the mitzvahs are about, and we've accepted the uh, Kabbalah, so we've accepted Hashem's yoke, and now once we've accepted Hashem's yoke in general, then we're able to accept his yoke of mitzvahs. And then... We can bring down this this sea, this uh, godly light from beyond, onto us. It says that Tchelis reminds us the, the the blue wall. It reminds us of the sea, and the sea reminds us of the sky. The sky reminds uh, of of the um, Kisei Kaved, right? And the base of Migdash was blue, which uh, is all this idea. Um, so. And this is also related to why we say Shema from when you can see, the Mishnah Bracha says, when you can see between white and tcheles. Uh So, so this, and this, uh, this is, this gives us the path. In other words, that uh, Shema is when we uh, say that with that Hashem is one and that's it, we're totally committed to Hashem. And then that allows us to have this path to rise beyond the, the regular um, God, godly light that's able to be revealed in the world. Uh, and uh, this is uh, with the help of the sailors, which, like we explained, that they're called malachim because they mix around with their oars, they turn the water around. And what they're doing is to allow what the light of Hashem from beyond the world to come into the world and light, allow us to come up to Hashem, even if uh, it's really uh, not our natural state and beyond us. But still, Still, at this uh, in at this level, there's still two different realms, and there's a sea, and there's covering. Um, then there's a whole other level of kriyasiyamsuf, the splitting of the sea. And now there's no more sea anymore. There's no more concealment anymore. And you don't need boats. It's it's just all smooth. And this is when there's a light of Hashem from totally beyond uh, worlds and beyond spheres, the light of Keser, the crown, and that transforms the sea into dry land. Now there's no problem anymore. Uh, that uh, that uh, there's no separation uh, between the person and, and the sea of uh, Chachma. Uh, and, uh, and like Moshe needed uh, a mask, but uh, once we get to this level of Kriyat there's no need for garments and coverings. Uh, because we'll be close with Hashem naturally. And this is also the two stages on Pesach. It says that, that for six days, he matzah, and then the seventh day will be at Saras Hashem 
So now we eat on the first night of Pesach, we're eating matzah without a vav. Then um, six days eat matzah with a vav, meaning that now there's a revelation of Hashem and there's understanding of Hashem, uh, learning primis atayra, developing Yerushalayim, not just the basic Kabbalah soul, the basic uh, acceptance of the oak. Then on the seventh day, we reach a higher level where the sea splits. So it's not that we have to we're able to get through the sea, through the, the garments of our mitzvahs, but there's no sea anymore. And uh, that is the ultimate of Pesach and the richest matzah that we, of Pesach, where it's not that we get beyond in order to uh, connect Hashem, but in our natural state, there's 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 an ultimate and unlimited godly revelation. Okay, and so this concludes the Maimer. And uh, this is the goal of the uh, salt and the, uh, the Panimi Satera to lift us to this state where our, our natural sense is, is uh, the godly, and this will be the way it is with Mashiach.